Amen. If you are new here today, we welcome you to the house of the Lord. Tabernacle of joy. Why don't we welcome them? Amen. Amen. I yesterday was really struggling, sleeping, because I realized that, you know, one of my greatest enemy, my greatest enemy is myself. How many of you agree with me with that statement? You know, when I look in the mirror, I say, Man, goodness, you are the good, the bad, and the ugly. You turn left, you turn right, you see your faces, you say, Oh my goodness, my nose is so flat. Oh, then you turn sideways, you think, Wow, you look sharper here, eh? <laughs> you know, but, but here's the truth, we all have an ugly side. Come on, would you agree with me? I mean, sometimes I cannot stand myself, but I'm so glad for a God who loves me the way I am. Amen. The Bible talks about us born with this sinful nature. Amen. We have the ability to do good. However, we also have the ability to be very ugly. And I'm not proud of that person. I'm not proud of it, but I'm so thankful for the second birth. That old, that old nature can die. Amen. I'm so glad for the gospel that tells me that God loves me and He's redeeming me. He wants me, you know, and He will take care of me. He will clean me up. He will give me a new nature. Come on, everybody say praise God. That's why we respond to the newborn again experience. However, it is up to us to maintain that relationship amen i say again but you think of christianity you cannot think of it as a religion it's about a relationship with a god amen everybody say praise god you know let's let's turn to a few scriptures here and then i'll do some revision and then today is the final 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 lesson about how do i inoculate myself or vaccinate myself against temptation and then when you are faced with temptation, I'm going to give you three steps that will help you. Run. Everybody say run. Because listen, all of us still got that old sinful nature. Come on, everybody say amen. And I'm not proud of him. There are times I act like a jerk in front of my wife and my wife will say, you are so selfish. Don't act like that hooligan. <laughs> you know, this week, I, I, someone said something bad about me and I wanted to go back there and give a piece of my mind. And then my wife would look at me and say, Hey, don't act like a hooligan. I said, okay. <laughs> In fact, I was joking with her. I went there looking at the guy and then I just walked back. <laughs> don't act like a hooligan because you know what? We all sometimes are hooligans. We want to be right. We have egos. The key to victorious living is don't just act out of your impulses. Let, let me say that again. If you, you know, we're all creatures of impulse, desires, lust, whatever you call it. And sometimes when our ego is hurt, when my wife says certain things and then I like, oh, how dare you? <laughs> you know, and then that can be ugly. If I respond to my impulse. If I respond to my impulse, I may not have a job. I may not have a job. You know, that's why maturity is really all about mastering your impulse. Amen. Everybody say praise God. You know, when I'm young, I speak my mind all the time. I have the, always the last word. Some of you young people think that you have the last word every time. As I grow older, I keep quiet more. 
Amen. Come on, everybody say praise God. I slow down. I, I never say this. It will never happen to me. When I say that, it will happen. <laughs> you know, I, I, and I start to sober up little. I start to know human nature. I start to know me. Amen. And I want to be very careful because I am capable of destroying relationships. I am capable of causing pain. Can, can, can you say, you know, I can destroy the next generation if I'm not careful. I can destroy my children. And the way I deal with my children can cause them to even question their worth. Amen. Everybody say praise God. That's why this topic is so important. To overcome temptation. Every one of us will be tempted. I'm tempted sometimes to slap my wife's face. Well, you guys are so holy. I am tempted to just I am tempted, but just because I say I'm tempted doesn't mean I'm seen. I did not succumb. Thankfully, I did not succumb. Amen. I wrestle, I cry. I fight my flesh. I struggle on the inside. Is this okay when I say that we can all struggle? Struggling is all about growing up. Amen. Struggle to not just respond with my flesh. Struggle. Struggle and sometimes it's not a good feeling because I feel like I'm defeated. Sometimes I succumb to my struggle sometimes but, but yet the goodness of God never failed me. Come on, everybody say praise God. Amen. James chapter 1 verse 14 and 15. You know, I'm reading from the New King James Version. But each one is tempted when he's drawn away by his own desires and enticed. You know, again, you are drawn away by your impulses and, and, and you are tempted. You are lured to do something very wrong. And when that happens, when that happens, it will affect your relationship with God, relationship with others. Amen. And then in verse 15, it goes, when desire, when this impulse has conceived, it gives birth to sin. And sin, when it is full grown, brings forth death. When I lack self-control, I ruined this very crucial part, my self-respect. And when you lose that self-respect, sometimes we even feel like we have no hope. You become suicidal. You know, you may not want to commit suicide because you're scared of the building. How many of you think of committing suicide? Then you look down, Ooh, so high, I'm scared. <laughs> you know, but, but other things within you die. Other things about your dreams will die. Whether you want to go for a relationship, it dies because you don't think that you're good enough. Whether you want to take that course, you die. Things inside you die. But I have a God who is the resurrection and is the life. Amen. Shall we just lift our hands all over this place? Let's pray. Father, I'm so glad. God, that you love us. Lord, the song said you came to rescue me. Lord, you came to clean me up inside. I was lost. Lord, sometimes when I look in the mirror, God, I, I can't even stand myself. There are moments 
I struggle real hard, Lord. There are moments, Lord, I, I don't know who I am, Father. I can't even control myself. More than just understanding myself, I just even can't control it. But nevertheless, you saw my dilemma. You came. You came, God. You came. Cleanse me up, Lord. And you fill me with the Spirit and then you give me power over my sinful nature. Lord, you give me, Lord, you, you, you remove the penalty of sin and, and now, God, I can live victoriously today. Today, Jesus, speak to us so clearly. Today, Jesus, God, be so real to us, Lord. Today, Jesus, God, help us understand what is at stake, God. Father, in the name of Jesus, we pray in all God's people say, Amen. You may be seated. Amen. I, I just want to go quickly. You know, we start off with uh, the cycle of temptation. Real quickly, for those of you who may not be here, I just want to touch real quickly on the, the cycle of temptation. The first stage is always your impulse, your desires. And, 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 and we have to be careful with our desires. Come on, everybody say amen. I mean, just because I feel like it doesn't mean that I'll do it. Amen. I have to be very careful with what I'm feeling on the inside and what I'm feeling on the inside may not be real. Come on, everybody say amen. You know, you, you got to be very careful with these feelings. Feelings comes and go. There are days when I don't feel like I'm in love. In fact, what does feeling of love feels like? Because it comes and go. <laughs> amen. But I'm married. <laughs> I got to stay true to that relationship. Amen. Okay, so and then we move on to the next stage. We are lured away. Amen. We are lured away by temptation. Amen. The devil knows how to press our button. And then, then we start to have this conception. We start to ritualize. We start to think about <gasps> what could have been. You know, you, you, you start, you know, wondering whether you're married. You had a hard time with, 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 with that relationship, of, you know, because all of us go through different seasons. And then lo and behold, you start to conceptualize. You start to be lured away with fantasy thinking. They start about, oh, maybe if I will marry this person, things will be so different. You go to the Facebook and you look at all your ex. I'm just giving you an example. Amen. What are they doing now? Huh? They're still single. Huh? Oh, well, check their profile and stuff. Right? You start to ritualize. You start to conceptualize. And then you will grow. You start to fantasize. And then you start to smell that perfume that is so familiar. Well, all the memories all comes back. Amen. And start then after that to give birth. How? You start to message them. Hey, how are you? How are you feeling? <laughs> and then after that, you move on. You know, after you give birth to it, you birth sin. You start to flirt with them. And then slowly, and it will end up death. Amen. You start to thought that, you know, everything was fine, but then actually, it's not really that simple. Amen. So we got to be careful with this thing called temptation. Today, I really want to talk to you about, you know, how do we overcome temptation? I, I don't know about you, but last time, uh, last time I always said, last time, cash show. You know, how many of you have cash show watchers? Okay, they have this thing called shock proof. They have a big word, G-shock. 
How many of you know what I'm talking about? G-Shock, you know, when you buy that, wow, you know, you can drop your, 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 your watch and it's fine. So today we're going to have temptation, you know, preventation. You know, I believe in this thing called being proactive, not reactive. Proactive. Proactive prevention is better than cure. Amen. So we're going to talk about how do we tackle temptation and, and how do we become stronger as a person. First of all, let me say this, okay? You know, when we talk about temptation, I, 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 I want to quickly say this so that you will remember this point. You need to think about relationship rather than religion. First of all, you know, when we are tempted by our impulses, ask yourself this question. What is at stake? Amen. My relationship with God must take first place. Everybody say praise God. Are y'all with me here? Come on, everybody say praise God. When I make a decision, first question you need to ask, how does God feel about it? Amen. I mean, there are always times I, 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 I must be, I, I, I'm so guilty to feel this way. Before I want to buy something, I, I, I wonder, how does my wife feel about it? Will she nag at me? Or oh, oh, when, when I wear a shirt, I, I ask, how, how does my wife feel about this color? Amen. Come on, everybody say praise God. So the first thing that, that, that when, 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 when we are faced with temptation, you got to always ask yourself this question. Is this action pleasing to Him? Because God wants the best for us. Come on, everybody say amen. Come on, everybody say Amen. You know, and, and in order for me to have the best of life, I need to have a harmonious relationship with Him. Because He is all-knowing, all-powerful. Amen. He knows my thoughts. He knows who I am. He knows what ticks, what ticks me. Amen. So the first thing that I need to focus on is, you know, the purpose of temptation is to lure me away from God. Amen. Okay, and if I succumb to that temptation, it affects my relationship with God. And when it affects my relationship with God, it affects me having victory over myself. And then it affects my prayer life, it affects everything that I need him to do. It affects everything. Amen. You know, again, I, I, I want to say this. I love this scripture that is found in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 14. I'm reading from the New Living Translation. Sorry, uh, PowerPoint people. Uh, 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 14 says, Either way, Christ's love controls us. Since we believe that Christ died for all, and we also believe that we have all died to our old life. Amen. I like that scripture. It says that, you know, the reason why I do, don't do certain things, the reason why I don't do things like flirt around with other girls or whatever is because I'm married. Love controls me. Can everybody say amen? You're looking real sleepy here. I mean, I, the, the reason why I don't go waste my life out there, love controls me. 
Uh, the reason why I don't do crazy things out there as a 53-year-old man because of what is at stake. Amen. Come on, everybody say praise God. You know, uh, uh, there's this word that's out there. Uh, the young people like to use it's called FOMO. Fear of missing out. That they want to experience everything in life. They call that freedom. But they don't tell you that there is always this penalty of regrets. Regrets. You see, you are free to do whatever you want, but you're not free. Listen very carefully to choose your consequences. Everybody say amen. I mean, I tell people all the time, you know, you know I, I remember having kids in the home. They are not all big already, but, but, but my kid will come up to me and say, I want my freedom. I look at them, I also want my freedom. I don't want to worry about you. I don't want to, you know, keep on giving you money. I want my freedom also. You know? But let me say this, you know, the reason why sometimes we don't do these things is because we want to protect that relationship and especially our relationship with God. Can, can everybody say amen? Not the neighbor said that first thing, the reason why I don't want to be tempted to do certain things is because some things don't please God. Come on, everybody say amen. There are some things that don't please God. Yes, God always loves you. I know my wife always loves you, but there are some things that she don't like about me. If I do it. Amen. Everybody say praise God. So, so we got to be careful that, yes, God loves you, but He is looking towards you to love Him back. The greatest question in this walk of ours is not about the fact that God loves us. All of us know that God loves us. Will you love Him the way He loves you? That is the question. Okay? Again, in Hebrews chapter 11, verse 6 tells us, but without faith, it is impossible to please Him. Underline the word impossible, you know. And then for he who comes to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of those that, who diligently seek him. You know, if you think that the Christian life is always punishment, you will always ask yourself, what is the bare minimum? If you look at it, whoa, you know, the first time I, I realized that, that these young people, when they are in love, they will go to the extra mile, to show their love for the person they are in love with. You know how people who are in love, they go the extra mile. Oh, come, you know, you want to go see doctor. Ah? Okay, I accompany you. Come, let's go to there. Let me hold your hand. I'll bring you there. Then after they get married, after five years, ten years, oh, you go yourself. Ah? What happened? Amen. What happened? You see, the many times when, when we feel we are in a rut is because we need a fresh dose of passion, fresh dose of God's passion to remind ourselves, amen. And that's why gratefulness is so important. Listen very carefully. I got this from this book. From I, I love this book. I recommend everybody who, who do charity work, right? You need to listen about it. It, it comes from this, this book by the name of Toxic Charity. You see, when you see, uh, you know what, pastor is always all about helping somebody. But I think that that sometimes when we do too much charity, it makes somebody feel entitled. You know what? They made a study, Brother Shang. 
all, all these NGO go there, you know, start uh, organizations and then they give money, hoping that they will become self-sustainable. They end up so consumed with themselves. Leh. So there are five stages that, that, that if we are not careful, we Christians also can fall into. Number one, the first stage is appreciation. Everybody say appreciation. Yeah, and I appreciate God's goodness, God's grace. Come on, everybody say amen. Then that's a healthy level. We need to go back there to appreciation. But if you're not careful, we move to the next stage, anticipation. We expect that <laughs> goodness always comes far. And then we go into expectation. And then after that, we go into entitlement. And then entitlement will go into what? You becoming a demigod. Everything must revolve around me. That's why spiritual disciplines are so important. Serving the Lord is so important because you tell yourself, I am not God. I need to go back to appreciation what the Lord has done for me because otherwise every one of us will end up, how many of you know this? You can lend somebody certain things until he becomes entitled. Hello? I mean, you can lend the person a laptop and then you take away the laptop. Like, 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 like when, when, when parents buy a laptop for you to do homework and then you use it to play game. And then it becomes, you know what? My entitlement. Hello? How much you put inside the laptop? Huh? Or you let somebody go into the, the house to stay. Like, like, like sometimes I have to knock the door and say, uh, can I go inside the room? And I bought the house. Yeah, <laughs> Come on, are, are you with me again? It is only human nature to move into this appreciation, anticipation, and then what? Uh, expectation. After expectation, go to entitlement until it's mine. Hello? Come on, are you all with me here? Come on, nod your head. That's why it is good to, to enforce certain things in your house. Not because, you know, uh, not because you want the money or just to make it in a healthy level. So that they are reminded it's not entitlement. Because when they have entitlement, then you got issues. They became the focus. Everybody say praise God. Come on, that's free of charge, okay? You know, and, and it's so important, you know, again, you know, what is at stake? We have to remind ourselves, Romans chapter 8, verse 5 and 8. Romans chapter 8, verse 5 and 8 says, For those who live according to the flesh, set their minds on things of the flesh. But those who live according to the Spirit, the things of the Spirit, for to be carnally minded is death. But to be spiritual minded is life and peace. Because the carnal mind is enmity against God, for it is not subject to the law of God, nor indeed can be. So then those who are in the flesh cannot. Everybody say cannot. Not possible. Please God. We have to be very careful. All we need to do is to live with our impulses, do whatever I want. And guess what? You won't please God. And when you don't please God, guess what happens? It's not that God doesn't want to bless you. God wants to bless you. Blessing comes with condition. Everybody say amen. 
you are entitled to come to my, I, I tell my children, you are entitled to come to stay in my house, but it comes with condition. Hello? Some of you never put conditions. You need to put conditions. Otherwise, that relationship will be taken for granted. Amen. Everybody say amen. So, likewise, you know, these are written to born-again Christians because we read in Romans chapter 6, you can just lose out everything. You know, we don't like to talk about money, but the reason why we need to impose certain restrictions is to protect that relationship before it gets down into entitlement, before it gets down to you do whatever you want. We need to kill that, that, that demigod first. Amen. Are you with me here today? Amen. Galatians chapter 5, verse 19 and 21. Wow, now the works of the flesh are evident, which are adultery, fornication, uncleanliness, lewdness, idolatry, sorcery, hatred, contention, jealousy, outbursts of wrath, selfish ambition, dissensions, heresy, envy, murders, drunkenness, reveries, and the like of which I tell you beforehand, just as I also told you in times past that those who practice such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. Context here. These are talking about Christians. You mean that if you continue to walk in the flesh, your appetites, your impulses, you will not inherit as much as God wants you to inherit the kingdom of God. The if is not on God, the if is on you. What are you going to do about it? Okay, everybody say amen. You know, we talk about ad adultery and fornication. This represents spiritual unfaithfulness. Amen. Idolatry is when we forsake our relationship with God and seek after otherworldly desires. James chapter 4, verse 4 says, Adulterers and adulteresses, do you not know friendship with the world is enmity with God? Whoever therefore wants to be a friend of the world makes himself an enemy of God. Which means, when you talk about the world, it's not talking about people. There is a world system out there. Lust of the eyes. Lust of the flesh. The pride of life. If you succumb, if you operate in that world system, you're an adulterer. That's what the scripture says. You, 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 you just follow after your impulses. Are, are you with me here today? That means you just feel like, I want to do, I want to do, you know, I just want to do. And then you succumb and you feed those desires. First, you breed those desires in your mind. You fantasize, you, you, you ritualize, you know. And then after that, it gave birth. You have to be very careful. Amen. We are told to please God and please all that matters. We are told to be very careful with our decisions not to allow our sinful flesh an inch because you know what the Bible says about flesh, our sinful nature, our impulses, all those impulses that wants to do everything, they may not be God. Amen. We have to be careful to manage our lives, you know. Again, we talk about uncleanliness, lewdness, idolatry, sorcery. We can even worship our own opinion and then and you can't even see it because when you worship your own opinion, let's, let's talk about this. 1 Samuel chapter 15, verse 23. For rebellion is sin of witchcraft and stubbornness is as iniquity and idolatry. That means some power takes over you, some kind of sorcery takes over because you always want to be right. Let me tell you something about temptation. Sometimes we think that I'm only tempted with evil things. No, no, no. You are tempted that you can be right. Yeah? 
but your response toward that situation may not be biblical. That means you are so blinded. I want to be right. I want to be right. I want to be right. Yes, the person, the person shouldn't do this. The person, so you know what? Don't focus on the person's wrong. Do you focus on what you need to do biblically? Because what, we, what the temptation is, oh, you know what? He do me wrong. He slapped me. So I slapped back. I kicked him. That was not what the scripture says. You do. You respond. You overcome evil with what? Good. Amen. Are, are you all with me here today? You know, some people are so focused on what was done wrong to them that they forgot what they need to do that is right. They, they no, just because they, oh, my wife do this just because, oh, you know what? I can do whatever I want. You know what? If somebody don't obey the word of God, they hurt you, they offend you, doesn't mean give you the right huh, to disobey God. Leh. Amen. The children always, they, they, he also, you know, they also, I think sometimes we do that to God. He also, you know, we have to be very careful. Then we got hatred, we got tension, we got jealousy, and then we got selfish ambition, we got heresy, even start to look for doctrine that suit you. Can I share something with you? Just imagine with me. Clean water. This represents the word of God. So you get a preacher out there who take the same word, half, and go to the toilet bowl and squirt some water inside. Would you drink it? I mean, I can give you this water. I'm so afraid of some of you that you can't even tell that a little bit, you know what the Bible says? Leavened spoils the whole lump. I mean, I won't do that. I won't drink from a water that a little bit like just one drop. Just one drop of toilet. Maybe they just clean the toilet. What drop eh, inside? Will you drink it? Will you drink it, Brother Kelvin? No. I mean, you have to be very careful with people that use the Word of God just to fit their own purposes. Eh. Come on, everybody say praise God. Again, we have to protect our relationship with God. Every time you see those things, the, the flesh is acting up. So, so what do we do? We need to hold this guy. We need to have some, number two, key, regiment training. Regimental training. Amen. You know what? Young people, uh, they, they now very fashionable. Uh, everybody like to go gym. What? I, I joined gym membership. <laughs> You know, sometimes some people join, never go. <laughs> you know, they want to look good. You know? But the Bible says in 1 Timothy chapter 4, verse 7 and 8, but reject profane old wives' fables and exercise yourself towards what? Godliness. For bodily exercise profits a little. <laughs> you know what? Uh, Sister Huya, I know this one is below the belt. You said the Bible says uh, for bodily exercise profits a little. <laughs> <laughs> a little but it did such profit lah okay it does profit lah but it's a little 
<laughs> but godliness is profitable for all things. Having promise of the life and now is and of which is to come. Amen. Everybody say praise God. What is your exercise regimen for your spirit? So you talk about regimen, okay. You know what? Uh, you want to build body, um, body mass, mass, right? You want muscle. So you buy stuff, right? You buy the protein shake. Or the shake, you know. Power, you know, just make, drink it. You know, whatever. To build body mass. My question is this. What is your diet to build strength over temptation? What is your diet? I'm telling you, how many of you would, you think will grow, eat only once a week? That's why you can't even tell whether you are falling into temptation. You can't even discern from your thoughts what is of God because guess what? You are starving. There is no body mass. There's just no mass. And you're wondering why is my person, why is that person so carnal? Seriously, there's two sides of us. I say this again, two sides. Flesh, spirit, whoever you feed becomes stronger. Whoever you feed becomes stronger. Everybody say amen. Okay, let's turn to the scripture. Let's look at it. You know, Galatians chapter 6, verse 7 and 10. Do not be deceived. God is not mocked for whatever a man sows, he will also reap. For he who sows to his flesh will of the flesh reap corruption. But he who sows to the spirit will of the spirit reap everlasting life. And let us not grow weary in while doing good. For in due seasons we shall Reap if we do not lose heart. Therefore, as we have opportunity, let us do good to all, especially those who are of the household of faith. What is your training regimen? What is your exercise service plan? Where is your practical plan? You know, nowadays, right, you go out there, I, I think I'm going to put an advertisement, you say, oh, five fat people wanted for uh, a coach. You know, they recommend five person who is overweight BMI. We will give you free training. You, you saw the advertisement? They recommend five person, but nobody asks five spiritually fat person. You know, we put so much emphasis on gym membership and we lack our membership in the house of the Lord. Something is off. Something is off. And the Bible says that, that, that when you exercise godliness, it's for eternity. Do you not know our life here in this life is very short? Leh? I'm 53 years old. Leh. I still think that I'm 25. Where has the time gone? Leh? And let me tell you something, right? You cannot take this body. Like, I don't care how muscle, it packs or whatever you want. Uh. When you die, you die on. When you have sickness, uh, I tell you, you become poor. Immediately, poor. I have seen what chemotherapy does to people. 
I have seen muscular people just train all the way down into nothing, a bag of bones. You know what? Young people always think this, they are immortal. Let me tell you something. Lost a friend, 40 years old, just like that. Without any warning. Let me tell you something. Is it not fair? Who gives life? Who can take it back? God. So I don't want to waste a lot of time on things that are temporal because those things can be just taken away from me. But one thing that they cannot take away from me is my walk with God. They can take away my family by dying. They can take away all those things. But guess what? At the end of all of us, right? It's a very scary place to be. If I ask you this question right now, if I ask you, if you die tomorrow, what are you going to take with you? If, if somebody were to tell you, you got 24 hours, Brother King, to leave. Brother King, don't, don't get scared. He's looking at it, you see, because all this while he's been sowing in the flesh, so he can't hear the voice of God no more. He starts to worry. He starts to sing about his, you know why? Because he has not, you see, we have to think in terms of eternity, you know, because this life is only short. Like. You know, eternity is how long? Folks, it's long. Like. Everybody say, Amen. Come on, are, are you with me? This is life I'm talking about. Like. You know what? Folks, your relationship with your spouse will not last eh, unless he is born again. Eh. And all of us have to take that own individual responsibility. You cannot rely on someone else's faith in this lifetime. What do you do? Oh, what do you do? God's going to ask you the question, what do you do? I've given you life. Have you given life to other people? Amen. How do you spend your money? Were you part of the body of Christ? Oh, did you, did you encourage and exercise godliness? This is a gym fitness. And, and, and the house of the Lord is really all about, you know what? Helping you exercise godliness. And when you exercise godliness, that's what happened. You operate in God mode. I'm not saying that you're God. But you operate in His borrowed authority. And when you pray, operate in His operating authority, when you pray, things happen. You can release, you can pray for nations and nations change. Listen, very carefully right now, we, 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 we shout about revival, we shout about all this, but if the nation does not change, we have no revival. Come on, are you with me? When, when values are not changed, you have no revival. You, you know what? Listen, I, I believe with all my heart, the reason why we are in the state that we are is because we need to take back that glory of God. We, 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 we need to start to have regimental training for our flesh. We need to start memorizing scripture and have an encounter with that true and one God. Amen. We need to start to exercise what we say that we will do. Come on, everybody say praise God. Because when the time comes, we'll be ready. Don't be sleeping at these last days. That you are so Let me tell you something. If you become a, a, a civilian, civilians are liability in the kingdom of God. That means, you know what? I don't need to train. What, what's the first thing they do for us? I was a civilian. Bro, my hair was long. I went there. National service. They call it basic military training. The first thing they did was to cut my beautiful hair. 
And then they tell you, you know what? You have no identity. Your identity belongs to SAF. Some of you don't know what SAF means. It's called Singapore Armed Forces. For the next two years, I'm your mama and I'm your papa. But nowadays, I heard that national service is also quite easy, some for some. Amen. Unless you go to commando, you go to all those marines, uh, what, what, what you call it, naval you, diver unit. You know? But, but, but let's, you know, and, and, and the church is always incubating babies when they need to rise up and say, take up the weapons of your warfare and fight. Let's rise up. Let's become disciples. Disciples change nation. Disciples are disciplined people. I do not want my army to be ill-disciplined. Amen. Uh, uh, who's going to, or if they're going to call me to defend the country, I say, you're dies. Yeah. I'm not fit. I'm telling you, I'm not fit. Come on. I, I want the properly trained people, the six-packs people, to save me. If I only got one pack, I tell you one thing, I can only shoot. I also shoot, also got problem because night vision problem. Come on. And in the church, we need to have places for people that say, hey, I need to have regimental training. That's why we have discipleship classes. That's why we have accountability when you cannot read the Bible. I do understand, I do. I have a hard time reading the Bible. Come on, how many of you have a hard time reading the Bible? Raise your hands. Amen. Okay, then I sign up for Purpose Institute. At least got program. Come on. If you want the Word of God to be in you, right? It's not sit down there. Oh, I feel it. I mean, if you think that way, come on. I want to know what my weapons of warfare look like. I want to get victory for my generation. I want to leave a legacy. Because you know what? We cannot use the evil of this age to engage with the devil. If you use his weapons, you're going to lose. I need to know. I need to know newbies. I need to know new stuff. I need to know new revelation to help apply it to my walk to have victorious living. Come on, everybody say praise God. Come on, praise God. You see, listen, at the end of the day, 1 Corinthians chapter 10 verse, uh, sorry, 1 Corinthians chapter 6 verse 12 says, you say I'm allowed to do anything, but not everything is good for you. And even though I am allowed to do anything, I must not become to slave of a thing. Eating, is it good? Of course it is good. How many of you like to eat? Some of you are thinking of what food you're going to eat. Are we going to go to Walkmaster? Are we going to go to Roti Prata? I don't know, whatever. Uh, you know, but, but let me say this, right? You know, I've seen people thrown away their birthright just because of food. One meal, you will not die. In fact, fasting is proven this good for your body. How many of you agree that fasting is good for your body? Wave your hand. It's good. The best way to clean yourself. Come on. How many of you think fasting is good for your body? But you like to fast or not? Nobody likes it. Huh? Amen. I, I, I urge this church, we are going to do an embark of, 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 of disciplining regimental training in October. Regimental training. Amen. Start now. If you drink one cup of coffee, if you drink sugar one, uh, you need to cut back. Train yourself, you know. Uh, learn what we call impulse control. 
Everybody say impulse control. Children need to be learning about impulse control. Like if somebody smack you, they don't punch back. They need to learn impulse control. That's because your body, uh, you know, my stomach, you know, in the middle of the night, go, you know what it means in tongues and interpretation? I want food. And my wife is the regiment RSM, Sergeant Major. He said, sleep, don't eat. Eat so late, not good for your body. Okay, you know, sometimes we need to just because we feel it, we don't need to do it. You know what? It's called focus. It's called training. It's called losing weight. It's called exercising. It's called we don't succumb to any bit of our impulses just because we feel like it. Amen. Everybody say praise God. If you want to, 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 to beat temptation, you need to control your impulses. You need to start regimental training. Everybody say praise God. Are you all with me here? Amen. Everybody say praise God. Look at your neighbors. They start training. You know, you know what? I, I, I think this is a very, very important thing. You need to develop godly habits. Amen. You know, I can share all I want. I can train you all at one, but you all got to do it. Come on, everybody say praise God. Come on, everybody say praise God. You know what? Let, I, 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 I don't want to, but I have to tell you this. My dog trainer tell me this. I can teach you the first step. If you don't do it every day, I cannot help you. And the first thing, right, I was told inside the indoor house, you know what they do? Take your food, throw it on the ground and tell the dog, leave it. If he cannot even control his impulse, he cannot be trained. So you have to, listen, parents, training don't, be, don't start on the outdoor. Training, he tells me this, if you expect your child, you expect your dog to be well-trained outdoor where there's so much distraction, you start first indoor, right? <laughs> indoor training, amen. <laughs> We need to start to have our indoor training and train our impulses. Amen. What's the impulses like? Uh, 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 Korean drama. Uh, okay, okay, okay. Start to read the word. Amen. TikTok. Go, go, go channel that is good kind of channel that has the word. Amen. Because you got to train. Listen. I remember this very clearly. How many of you remember and don't want to do Daniel Fast? You all remember Daniel Fast? Some of you still contemplating whether it's white rice, it's brown rice or whatever. You all remember Daniel Fast? I tell you, one week, huh? oh, I cannot take it. Eh? I just need meat. I just want meat. But, but, but then for the next two weeks, it's not that bad after all. Eh? You have to retrain your appetite. Eh? Everybody say praise God. Health food don't always taste nice. Leh. How many of you like sugar? Ice cream? But they are bad. I'm going to go to heaven and ask God this. Eh. Why all the good things taste so good? Eh, all the bad things taste so good. Come on, everybody say amen. I still remember when there is no sugar, there's no salt. Got salt or not? You, I, I think you do. Sea salt, okay, sea salt must be sea salt. You know, well, I tell you, even when I move my bowels, my bowels different colour. I mean, I was like, what is going on? My body is going through withdrawal. Eh? 
But guess what? After the fast, I feel better. I lost weight. Amen. You're looking at me real strange. Okay. And, and, and again, it is better to do it consistently. You got to have a godly habit. Amen. By some of you do not know this, my staff was required to fast on a Tuesday and a Friday. Amen. Everybody say praise God. Why? It is important to have a daily habit because it's good for your body. It's good for my appetite. It's learning how to tame the man in me. Develop good habits. Everybody say develop good habits. Come on, everybody say one more time. Say develop good habits. Eat well. Everybody say eat well. Digest the Word of God. Okay, some of you don't like to read. I get it. I get it. Do podcasts at least. Lah. So many good podcasts out there. Leh. I mean, come on. Everybody say amen. You know, do whatever to think about the Word. I tell you, the Word refreshes you. Leh. You, you know, you see Korean drama, you get more depressed. Eh? Then you start to think about your relationship. <laughs> I don't know whether this will last. <laughs> that person got another affair, got another affair. <laughs> I don't. Then you become suspicious about everything. Leh. Come on. Then, then you know what I tell you? That, then you become anxious. Leh. You know why? Because you become so creative. Eh? You know, anxious people are very creative people because they can tell you about their future 20 down the road. They can plan already. They plan their destruction. You really, anxious people plan their destruction, plan their, uh, that, that, that their faith is going to be destroyed and they worry for nothing. Leh. If you are anxious, why don't you plan about your future? Why don't you think good thoughts instead of destructive thoughts? Good and healthy thoughts that will propel you to do what's right rather than what's wrong. Amen. Do you know what's our problem today? We meditate on things that are negative. The newspaper is speaking things that are negative. Oh, this person, uh, 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 adulterous relationship. This one also, another adulterous relationship. Another one, another one, and, and all the gossip going on. And then you start looking, are you in one? And you start putting those thoughts in your head and then you start to ritualize those things and it will come to pass if you are not careful. You've got to have healthy thinking. It always begins with a thought. Amen. Okay, number three. Everybody say number three. Refuse to be intimidated. You will never outgrow temptation. In fact, you, will, you can consider temptation a compliment. Why? Because guess what? It means this. Breakthrough is around the corner. Oh, listen, after 40 days of Jesus' temptation, you know what is said about him? Let me, let, let, let's turn there right now. Uh, uh, I don't know whether you all can find the scripture. Matthew chapter 4 verse 11. Matthew chapter 4 verse 11. Uh, then the devil left him. <laughs> How many of you want the devil to leave him? Then the devil left him and behold, angels came and ministered to him. When you can resist temptation, when you can push back and you just stand firm for what you believe in, guess what? Breakthrough is around the corner. It is more than just a song that you sing. Amen. That the devil will leave you. I want him to leave my generations. I want him to leave my family. I want him to leave. If I consecrate my life, I have the power to affect generations because the commandment says that many of my generations will be blessed. Because of one right action, things can turn around. 
Amen. Everybody say praise God. You know, I want the devil to leave my children. Don't confuse them about things about their life. Don't confuse them about purity. Don't confuse them about relationship. Don't confuse them because there's so much information out there that you have to be very careful about. And is this information that we are talking about is we pull and the word of God. And I can tell you the principle is very simple. Walk not in the flesh, walk in the spirit. Everybody say praise God. Amen. Again, refuse to be intimidated. When you see that you are tempted, say, ah, bring it on. You know what? I've realized this when I'm tempted, right? When the devil asks me to do certain things, avoid. You know, guess what? I do opposite. When the devil has a voice saying, oh, you think you're very holy. Then I say, you're right, man. I'm not holy. That's why I need him. Just do the opposite. When there's a voice that's discouraging you, just do the opposite. Refuse to be intimidated. Refuse to let him prophesy over your life, over your children, over and then cause you to doubt. Refuse it in Jesus' name. Amen. Cast down every high thing because I will not even let him conceptualize a thought. Remember the stages. Remember, first stage is desire. Right? Enticement. The next one is what? Conceptualizing. I will not allow the Word of God to... I, I will not allow the devil to conceptualize what the appeal of sin. You are a liar. Amen. Everybody say praise God. Remember, if you are tempted, good. Breakthrough is around the corner. Come on, everybody say breakthrough is around the corner. Breakthrough in my mind, breakthrough in my heart, breakthrough in my spirit. Come on, breakthrough. Breakthrough, but people don't tell you, you have to go to be tested first. You know what's the purpose of test? To approve you that you passed the test. Some of us have never passed the test and we are replaying the test over and over again. You know why? Because you failed last time. So you know what God says? Retake it. You still don't get it. Your flesh is in the way. Your flesh is in the way. Your impulse is in the way. Your idol is in the way. Amen. Your ego is in the way. Your, your, come on. Everybody say praise God. We, 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 we have to not allow the devil to intimidate me. I love one thing that Brother Stone King said to me. You know, Brother Stone King, the man of God, you know, he's a powerful man of God. He said this, nobody can intimidate you unless you allow them to. Amen. It's a choice. You, I don't want to be a victim of every circumstances that I go through. Oh, oh. You don't see a shadow, so scared. You know, come on. You know, shadow, the Bible says the valley of shadow of death. Like. Shadow always appear bigger than the reality. And how do you make it bigger? By meditating on it a long time, overthinking. That's why you have to cast down that test you're about to take, not that difficult one. Just cast it down. 
that, 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 that job you're taking, come on, come on, ah, oh, it's not that difficult one. Just the Bible says he will walk with true. We will walk through, not over it. We will walk through the valley of the shadow of death. And you know what? He's going to be with us. Amen. That's the power of Christianity. It's not removing all these trials away from you. He will walk through together with you. You are not alone. When it's dark, He is the light of the world. Amen. He is always there to lead us through. Everybody say praise God. But you must not allow yourself to have the bondage of fear. I'm so tired of making decisions out of fear rather than out of faith. If you can fear, you can have faith because fear is having faith in your obstacle. Amen. Everybody say praise God. And number four, this is very important. Recognize your pattern of temptation. Every human being is very different and unique. Each of us has unique areas of weakness. First Peter chapter 5, verse 8 says, Be sober. Sober up. All of us have areas that we are given to for temporal lapse of faith. Okay, I'm going to teach you when you have temporal lapse of faith what you do. Okay? Sober up. Know what, you know, when you talk about this topic, okay, you know what, that area is not totally surrendered. You know what, guess what, I'm, I'm going to work on it. Guess what, I'm going to work on it. Amen. You see, listen very carefully. First thing that you need to do in any kind of new behaviours, you must manage the circumstances. You must manage the environment first before you deal with the actual behaviour itself. You need to be both, the Holy Spirit is both a behaviourist and also somebody that is a trainer. Come on, everybody say praise God. You know, if, you know, I can, let me give you an example. I know this is going to be something that I've learned, but I'm going to help you, okay? My dog, I can train my dog to listen to me at will. But I don't know what the problem is. He's just an obedient dog, but not a well-behaved dog. I can train my dog with e-collar. Sit! And then you see his eyes go like that. I don't want that. I want us. The Holy Spirit is a behaviorist. He will go to your strongholds. He will undermine it so that it becomes a flow out of life. That it will not be insecurity. It will not be provoked with an impulse to be secure. Your relationship is so secure. That's why you don't have the outward manifestation of it. You hear me now? My God wants to go deep inside you. Amen. And then it becomes natural. So when I talk about, you know, overcoming your behaviours, when I talk about you recognise your pattern of temptation, first, you got to have two levels. Number one, if I'm not ready, you manage the environment first. Okay, I'm not ready. This is too much for me. Okay, but guess what? Uh, I must find out where my threshold is and increase slowly my threshold when I talk about this. Increase slowly the threshold to deal with those issues. Amen. Let me, see, let me give you an example. Uh, you know, uh, you, I, 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 can't, I can't go to this place. I can't because it gives me all kinds of memories of my past life. Don't go! You're not overcome yet. Manage the environment. But the goal is not always for you to avoid. Come on, everybody say amen. Manage 
that environment first. Brothers and sisters must help you manage that environment. Then later on, you deal with it slowly by slowly, threshold by slowly. Little bit nearer, little bit closer, little bit closer. How do you feel? I, th I think it's getting better, brother. I think it's getting better. I think it's getting better. You know, you cannot ask somebody who's struggling with, with, with porn and lust. You know, sometimes I had people tell me, brother, I got to take off my glasses. I said, why? Because everybody, uh, no, everybody. Uh, don't know, I find the world very strange. I pay more and more, less clothes. You know? And then, okay, I get you. But our goal is, what is triggering this behavior? What do you need to unlearn? Amen. Are you with me? You got to do an unlearning first before you can learn new things. Okay? Everybody say, praise God. Recognize your pattern of temptation. What's the temptation of pattern? Number one, is it in the desire mode? Yes, desire mode. Number two, is it in the enticement mode? Yes, the girl is just sitting there. Flee! The Bible says in 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 22, when you are tempted, flee you full lust. You know what you full lust? You full lust is my freedom, my desires, what I want, I can have it. You know how young people say, why cannot, why cannot? If you are not dealing with that, you need to run. You need to run away from temptation. That's what we tell people, run away from temptation. Don't flirt around with temptation, run away. Amen. Everybody say, praise God. Ask yourself the question, when am I most tempted? Where am I most tempted? Who is with me when I'm most tempted? How do I feel when I'm most tempted? Know yourself. Amen. Oh, when I hang out with King, I want to eat. <laughs> then don't hang out with King. Come on, everybody say, praise God. Come on. Amen. Oh, brother Kelvin, when he orders, uh, he orders a sumptuous meal. <laughs> stay away from him. <laughs> oh, brother Sam, <laughs> you know, stay. I, I love brother Sam. You know, he, 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 he showed me what he stands for temptation. Bro, great job. I'm the devil. I said, hey, eat a little bit, roti plata, never mind. He said, no. See, if you, you, you don't go look for information about how to have a healthy marriage when someone, you don't ask someone who does not have a healthy marriage. You hear me now? You want to get better grades, right? Don't go and ask people who always fail. Hear me now? Come on, everybody say praise God. You, you know, if, if, if you want to deal with, with children, don't go and ask people who cannot control their children one. Are, are you with me? Everybody say praise God. Okay? Okay, real quickly now. Uh, number five, refocus your attention on something else. The Bible nowhere says resist temptation. It says resist the devil. You see, sometimes you keep on thinking about temptation and you end up succumbing. Okay, let me give you an example. I, I don't want to, you, you're supposed to be fasting. Everybody says you're supposed to be fasting. Then you walk by and then you turn on the television or whatever. Then it's the food show. Wow, Mi Siam is so good. This is a, ah, I don't want to Then you keep on thinking, Mi Siam Mai Jia, Mi Siam, Mi Siam Boho, Mi Siam. If you keep on talking about this, right, you keep on playing back about Mi Siam and all those things, right, you will eat up Mi Siam one. 
Amen. Oh, turn another channel. Turn another channel. You know what? In Jesus' name. No, no, no. You know what? You redirect. Amen. You go exercise. Amen. You just go walk around. Amen. You feel like eating, go walk around. You know, you do something. You get your mind off that thing. Oh, that is why, right? You know, when, when, when you want to forgive somebody, listen very carefully. You want to forgive somebody. You cannot keep on replaying it. What become one day? The guy I left, and then you keep on playing it. At first, you know, one tai chi, end up two tai chi, three tai chi. Then you start to nitpick, you know, all these problems. Eh? You want to forgive somebody, go think good things. Amen. Whatever the Bible says, whatever that is true, whatever that is noble, think on those thoughts, ritualize good things. Come on, everybody say amen. You know, again, I, I've told, I told people, you know, we watched the, 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 the video series and I think that it is such a powerful series, The Bait of Satan. You all read the, the Bait of Satan. Offenses is the Bait of And some of us still keeping offense. What is your biblical response to offenses? Forgiveness. Kill it. Some people say, last time. Let me tell you when you're offended. Huh? Okay? When you do not want to be near that person. The person come here, you go the other way. You can hide here. Ma. Amen. Don't do that. Forgive. You know what? Forgiveness is always not fair. If you want fair, you cannot... Look here, you want fair then is it fair to Je for Jesus Christ to die on the cross for your sin? If you have a hard time, always remember this, that pain that, that, that you're feeling is a glimpse of the pain that you did towards Christ and Christ just forgive you for that. He didn't ask you, come, 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 let's talk about it. Let me have a man-to-man, one-on-one talk about this. You know or not? Wow, if God do that, I'll die I said, oh, by the way, uh, this is just one offense. Uh, I still got around 2,001 left for you to confront you with. Amen. Come on. Everybody say praise God. Refocus your attention. Think about good things. Think about the Word. I tell you something. It's amazing when I get really upset about something. Open the Bible and read. Oh, it changes perspective always. At first, I, my, my, my flesh don't believe it. Eh? But when I start to read right, a good book, the best way to get away your thinking is by reading. Listen, our generation don't like to read, but reading is very, very helpful. Come on, everybody say praise God. Reading helps you so that in the future, you will not get dementia. Amen. Okay, number six. I love this one. This one, review your struggle to a godly friend. Amen. Reviews to somebody, hey man, I'm struggling. Godly friend, not ungodly friend. Some people are Christians, they are not godly at all. Hello? Just because you come to church doesn't make you a Christian. Just because you go to McDonald's doesn't make you a burger. Amen. Let me tell you what Christians do. I know that you are upset. Okay, I'll pray for hurt for you. But what is your biblical response? If you want the victory, you got to respond according to the Bible. 
If you cannot even say that, you are not a godly friend. But you keep on spewing things where you cause people to be suspicious, slander, gossip. Those things the Bible calls are the works of the flesh because they will cause disunity even though it's the truth. Why do you want to put that thought into somebody? Hello? I mean, I won't put a thought. I won't put a... Jamie thought, hey, your, hey uh, Jamie, your father, huh? I mean, you hear this, huh? what will happen? You are, I tell you, you I won't punch him, but you got to forgive, brother. <laughs> Come on. Uh, why do I want to tell somebody to discredit their father? Come on. Everybody say, praise God. Even it is the truth. I want him to always admire the father. Because it is the structure that God operates honor. Lord, help me. Do you want me to come? And when your children come and, and counsel and I say, oh, you cannot believe everything your father say. Everybody say praise God. Are you all with me here today? Number seven, resist the devil. The devil is real. Everybody say the devil is real. Submit yourself therefore to God. Key is to submit yourself therefore to God and resist the devil. You must resist the evil one. The evil one is here to destroy all relationship. He wants to create havoc. Not every thought is of God. He may put in those thoughts. Amen. You need to be able to recognize those thoughts. You know what? There are sometimes times right, he causes you to believe a lie. Sometimes I have to sit down and think, hey, wait a minute. Wait a minute. I'm orange. That's why real color is very important. I'm orange. I won't think like that one. I'm a very trusting one. Don't put that thought huh, on me, huh, devil. Because I know myself better. I don't think this thought. I'm not so smart to think about these thoughts. I'm just an experience. I'm the moment guy. So when those thoughts come in, that eh, team can so smart ah. Cannot be. I, I know myself. I, I, you know what? Sometimes I'm preaching, right? There, there are thoughts that's coming out of me. I say, oh, so smart ah. No, I'm not smart. I'm just a vessel. That when I open my mouth, things come. I know this will not come out for me. You need to know that some thoughts is not you. Amen. But he makes you, you know what I tell you, uh, the devil, I cannot hunt him. You know what he does? He put in those thoughts. And then after he put in those thoughts into your head, uh, then he accuses you. Uh -huh, you think those thoughts. You, you know, it's like just this, uh, Jonah. Aha, uh -huh, you know, uh, 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 yo, you see the computer game. Uh -huh, uh, uh, actually, you never think one. Eh, because you don't like computer games. Uh -huh. Then after that, huh, he said, Aha, uh -huh, those thoughts, you can, you can even think those thoughts. Eh? You bad, eh? bad boy. I said, huh? Like that also can. Eh? You give me this thought, and then after that, you attack me for those thoughts. You, you know, that's how the devil, you need to resist him and get thee behind me. Like. Amen. You know how the best way to get thee behind? Simple, praise him. Amen. You know why the devil hates praise? Put in a good music and sing. Sing as loud as you can. Amen. Amen. And the most important thing, this is something that Brother Stone King has helped me with. Request help from God. He said this, 
90% of all our temptation will be dealt with, right? If we tell God, God, I'm tempted. I'm tempted. You know what? The Bible says that God also was tempted, but without sin. Just tell him honestly, lah. Don't pretend, Lord. I'm tempted. Uh, I'm struggling, lah. I'm tempted to take out that cigarette. I'm tempted to do this. I'm tempted. Help me, Lord. Help me remove that that desire of me. This lie that I've been thinking about, Lord. Help me. You know, Psalms 150 verse 15 tells us, "Call on me in times of trouble, and I will rescue you." And you will honour me. Listen very carefully what I've got to say. I've heard of our testimony. This guy was praying. He was in a difficult position. He was very tempted about breaking or making some crazy move about his relationship. Guess what happened? Suddenly, a godly brother came. Hey, bro! Wanna leave home or not? Suddenly, he appeared nowhere and he knows that it was God. He grabbed hold of him and said, let's go! He, he was crying. No, he was crying in the car. Say, said, bro, you did not know what you just did for me. I was so tempted to throw it all away, but you came. You grabbed hold of my hand. You took me out. And God will send angels in your life. Amen. You see, uh, don't be surprised. Eh? Suddenly, you're doing crazy things. Eh? That pastor show up, man. Always one. Eh? The case, I walk by. Eh? I mean, sister, we are, you notice that. We walk in and say, hey, Lord, I, I just felt that I have to go one more round. I just go, then, ah, I just go, eh? <laughs> it's not that, oh, God wants to catch you red-handed. God maybe wants to deliver you out of that situation. Amen. But you need to ask God, Lord, help me out of this situation. Amen. Hebrews chapter 4, verse 15. I love this scripture. I'm reading from the New Living Translation. This high priest of ours understands our weakness. For he faced all of the same temptation we do, yet he did not sin. He understands what temptation can do to your mind. He understands that this temptation, if we continue to allow this temptation to play over our head, then we will start to conceptualize and then we start to give birth. But he come, amen. He come, you know, he understand. He understand that's why he break the power of sinful desire over our life through the power of his Holy Spirit. Amen. Everybody say praise God. Okay, these are eight steps that we can do to inoculate ourselves. Or another word is to vaccinate. But what happens when I'm in a situation? When my ex come and drag me. Hey, liar. Oh, oh my, my, my old drinking buddy or my old, old uh, 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 ex something. Ex something. Everybody say ex something. 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 22. Okay, here's a strategy, a fast strategy, very simple scripture and very easy to memorize. 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 22. Two, 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 two. Four twos. Uh. You show sure remember one. You just flip over. This is 2 Timothy. Remember your pastor is Timothy. <laughs> so very easy to memorize one. Second, two, 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 uh. Uh, two, 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 two. And then what? Timothy. Who is Timothy? Your pastor. So when you are caught in the action, second, uh, how, 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 second Timothy, two, 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 two. Pastor Tim. <laughs> ah, okay, second Timothy chapter two, 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 two. Okay, it goes like this. Flee, you fool lust. You know what it means by flee? The flee word is run. Your friend say, hey, Penyo, hey, I haven't seen you yet. Come, I'll take you to the bye. Run. 
run away. Flee means run. Don't get ho. Hey, you do something? Hey, 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 hey. Oh, you know he's going down that stretch. You know he's putting all those memories. You know he's going to some KTV. Amen. You know he's walking there. You know what the Bible says? Run. If, if you know that, that, that this guy is good looking, this guy is charming, but yet he don't live that life that needs to, you run! Listen, everybody say run. Run away. Then after that, flee you full last, but pursue righteousness, faith, love, peace. You know what you run? You run away to run to. Run to the place where promotes what? First, righteousness to those who will pursue. Uh, what's righteousness? Righteousness is not what uh, anything you do. Righteousness is literally this. Righteousness is those people who have a right relationship with God. It's very simple. What? I mean, you, you, you go to people you know who has a right relationship. You run to, to Elvin Tan. You run to Brother Sam. You run to them. You know, and then what? With those who call on the Lord out of a pure heart. Some people don't call on the Lord with a pure heart. Some people call on the Lord because they have issues in their life and now they are caught in sin. Simple. Run away, run to, run with. Three strategies, okay? Run away, run to, run with. And remember, forget the verse, second pastor team. Remember, 2 verse 22. Hard to remember now, 2, 2, 2, 2, 2. If you don't know, you say 2, 2, 2, 2. Come on, everybody say report after me. Two, Timothy, chapter 2, verse 22. Amen. Everybody say praise God. And then when you do that, now you stand to your feet. We're going to pray this prayer. Lead us not into temptation. Amen. Shall, shall we just stand to our feet right now? Amen. I know I'm over the time limit, but uh, we have time because they have given us time extended. No, next week. Oh, next week. Okay. Shall we just leave our hands? Let's pray. Father, right now. Lead us, into Lead us not into temptation. Come on. I just need you to remember temptation is not about just about things that we do, but it's about protecting my relationship with God. Father, Father you take center stage right now. Lord, you take center stage. Come on. Just, just, just picture God as the number one in your life right now. Father, that you take center stage. Come on, just leave your hands all over this place. Lord, I want to pursue after righteousness. I want to pursue what's right, Father. What's right, Father. Those people that have a right relationship with you, Father, I pray, God, pursue righteousness and peace and love, Father. Come on, just stretch your hands. Father, lead us not into temptation. Lord, you've given us this different steps, Lord. Amen. It's all about you, Father. Today, God, how I meditate about life, how I do my life, God, it's all about you, Jesus. God, how, how God, I, I, I sow, God, in the Spirit today, right now, God. I begin to sow in the Spirit right now because, Lord, I do not want, Lord, the harvest is always greater. Lord, the harvest is always greater. The harvest is always greater than the seed, Father. And God, I want to store myself harvest, God, of righteousness. 
harvest of righteousness. Come on, can we do that right now? I want to sow choices, God. Lord, as I sow those choices, God, there is a harvest that is awaiting for me. A harvest of righteousness, peace and love, Father, today. So today, Jesus, God, I want to sow. As my first step of sowing today, God, is to pray. Come on, just leave your hands right now. Father, I pray, God, reveal the wonders of your love to me, Father. Lord, that I make you center stage, Father, right now. Come on, just let your voice out for a moment. I pursue after righteousness, God. What's right, God? Lord, I want, I want you to be the center of my life, but sometimes I don't know how. Show me. Lord, as I begin to open the Word of God, Lord, show me. Lord, it doesn't need to be complicated, but God, I pray that you minister to me, God. And God, that I will, Lord, my mind will begin to renew, God. I, I begin to have certain regimental habits, not because, God, I need to, but because I want to, Father. I want to know your voice. I want to know your Spirit speaking to me. I want to know the nearness of your presence. I want to know and show me your glory. Father, show me your glory. Lord, right now, in the little things that I do, in the little choices that show me your glory. And Father, in the midst of all these things, help me not be wary in well-doing. Lord, when people who, 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 who did not sow the right kind of seed, and, and, and Lord, let me not doubt your goodness. Let me not doubt, God, that whatever that you ask me to do is good for me. Father, right now, God, Lord, I pray there's such a temptation that I can be wary in well-doing when, when, when I see people all around me, they are compromising and they, they, they have succumbed, God, to temptation and yet, Lord, it seems like, like they can get away with it. But Father, Lord, the story is not the end yet, Lord. Show me, Father. Show me, God, right now. Preserve me in your arms. Protect me in your arms, Father. Lord, right now in the name of Jesus, come on, just quickly lay hands with somebody and pray. Father, right now, bless my brother. Bless my brother, bless my sister, Lord, right now. Pray for the young ones. I pray, God, for those that are struggling in their faith, Father. Lord, help them understand that they are not alone. They are not alone. They can always run too run away and run with. Bless us, Lord, as your people. Bless us, Lord. We are not alone, Father. We are not alone. In the name of Jesus, bless your people. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Shall we just give God praise today? Amen. He is worthy to be praised. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Why don't you shake hands with somebody and say that, Hey, it's so good to be here today. It's so good that you're sitting next by me. Amen. God bless you. I know that we do not have time, but uh, we can do our fellowship on the outside out there. So if you were to help us quickly vacate the hall, there are still people praying. Please make sure that you don't disturb those people that are praying. God bless you.